You're listening to Flaunt, Find Your Sparkle and Create a Life You Love After Infidelity or Betrayal. Have you been betrayed by life, your body, or someone that you love? You're not alone. No matter what you've been through, Naked Self-Worth helps you regain confidence, joy, and enthusiasm so you can create a life you love and flourish. Tune in weekly and learn how. Hello, welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal. Today, we're going to talk about relationships. And you might be thinking, wait, wait, wait a minute, relationships, that's the last thing that I want right now. I'm dealing with a betrayal and I hurt and this is awful. But here's what I'm going to say. Relationships are life. And no, 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 I'm not only talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about any kind of a relationship, including the relationship with yourself. Relationships are important. Relationships are where we learn. Relationships are where we grow. Relationships are the thing that provide meaning in life. And I also know that after betrayal, there's this calling, this desire that really starts welling up inside for a healthy relationship, to be loved, to be cherished, to have that trust in that real level of intimacy again. So today's show is all about relationships and creating healthy relationships. Yes, with yourself and with others, romantic and otherwise. Today, we have a truly heart-centered and amazing guest who also happens to be a friend of mine. Her name is Lauren K. Wyatt, and she is a relationship psychic coach and an incredibly gifted spiritual healer. She's the CEO of Love Renegades. Don't you love that name? Love Renegades. And the creator of the illusions of relationship, which are what we're going to go in today. And let me tell you, no matter how clear you think you are, we all have illusions around relationships, and these are going to just uh, hit you right in the heart where it matters. Since 2012, Lauren has worked directly with hundreds of individuals in healing from the consequences of mistaken thinking and in creating lives and relationships that they love without selling out, sacrificing, or settling. And for those of us in the betrayal recovery space, I think that is so important because once you've been betrayed, what is it that you think? Yeah, you think, how do I move forward? I don't want to settle for less. I don't want to sacrifice, but I don't want to sell out either. Well, today is going to answer all of your questions. So with that, welcome to the show. I am so happy to have you, Lauren. Laura, I am absolutely thrilled to spend time in the sacred space with you and all of your listeners. Thank you. You are welcome. Okay. I would like to start by talking a little bit more about relationships and what it really means to be in that integrated, intimate, authentic space of relationship, whether with yourself or others. Such an amazing place to start because as you said before, like every 
life is relationships. And it is so understandable that after experiencing betrayal, how, like how easy it is to just say, no, I can't do this. I, I can't deal with people. I don't want a relationship. And I, I have such an understanding about that. Like we've all been there in some way. And with relationships, even if the experience with the other person was painful, even if there was heartbreak, devastation, what I would love to just encourage all of us to, to allow into, into our being is that there is always a gift in every relationship. Yeah. Even uh, if it sucked, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That is so true. Oftentimes, I have a hard time putting words around my betrayal experience because simultaneously, while it was the worst thing that ever happened to me, it was the most pain, the most devastating, the most earth shattering, shocking, heartbreaking, all of that. At the same time, it was also the catalyst for deep soul growth, for personal introspection for changing for becoming all that I truly am and everything that I was meant to be and it's hard to hold space for both Laura your courage around everything that happened and your willingness to share your experience and to support other people with it at Love Renegades, we say courage is a vehicle of love. And I, I love that in that moment of pain, you decided to love yourself and find the courage to see, to see yourself. Mm. And, oh. Thank you. Thank you for that. And that quote is beautiful. I just wrote that down. Courage is a vehicle for love because love truly is where it all starts. And when we experience heartbreak, it's really easy to just put up the hand and be like, nope, not coming in anymore. And when you talk about the illusions, I feel like we could talk for, for days about the illusions, but it, it's that mistaken thinking about what love is and what love is not. And I want to start with a just quick container of what love is not, because we all have been raised by this kind of fairy tale thinking that, you know, that the white, the man on the white horse is going to come running in and kiss us from our slumber. And we're going to wake up and he's going to sweep us off our feet and we're going to go live happily ever after. And that's not really love. <laughs> you know, this just came in as you were saying that, like this whole Prince Charming, I just, I got that that is, that in and of itself is such an illusion because it keeps us like the, like the princess, the, the women, it, it keeps us small. 
Yes. And, and what an ideal to be fed, like this is love. And, and some of us may be thinking, I don't know if I want love. Like, yes. because I have so much to give. I don't just want to wake up and be kissed and have like this stagnant life. Right. Right. And if we don't even understand what love is, how can we go about getting it if we can't describe what it is and know what it is? Totally. I, I feel that I feel that so deeply. And that's where this, this whole inspiration about the illusions of relationship came from is after having the opportunity to work with so many clients on, you know, healing and coming back to themselves. I noticed that there were patterns and all these patterns of mistaken thinking around love and relationships. And I saw them as being illusions because it's stuff that we weren't exactly aware of. We just assumed it was true or didn't even, didn't even think of it, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about some of that because I know as someone who has been betrayed, there are illusions around a relationship and in the case of betrayal, it's very literal. You have the illusion that you're in a monogamous relationship. You have the illusion that you're exclusive. You have the illusion that your partner is not lying to you, blah, blah, blah. But what you're talking about is deeper and it's more on an emotional level. So will you take us through those illusions of relationship? I'm happy to. So they... So as far as, as um, spirit has made me aware of, <laughs> there, there are six of these illusions of relationship. And they, they are like, they, they come from the collective. They're like deeply embedded within us. And I'm just going to list them off very quickly. We have the illusion of control, the illusion of sacrifice, the illusion of perfection, the illusion of drama, the illusion of absorption, and the, the illusion of satisfaction. And it, they all play off each other. They're all, they're all happening at all times. And I love having the opportunity to get people in touch with what with what these are. And there's usually one that, that sticks with us until we're like, okay, you know what? I get it. Thank you. I'm, I'm ready to like move on to some other experience. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Before we go into it, I kind of want to put a little bookmark that you said, we grow up with these. This is part of our culture. And A lot of my work is around becoming aware of what you're wearing. And I use it since it's the whole burlesque analogy. I use it in terms of clothing. What items of clothing are you wearing that you don't even realize that you're wearing? Like for most of us, we put on 
if you're a woman, you know, a bra and you put on underwear and you put on, you put on these foundation garments and you don't even think about it. And you don't even think like, why am I putting on underwear every day? Because you were raised to believe that you put on underwear every day and you just do. And that, that it's icky if you don't, and that we have all these beliefs around it, but we never like consciously think, why am I putting on underwear? It's just what you do. And that's kind of what these illusions of relationship are like. There are things that we're just raised around. We're raised with this. and We don't consciously think about, whoa, what does that mean for me? And that's what I absolutely love about your work is being able to have that little moment of questioning. Whoa, what does this mean and why? So with that, can you walk us through a little bit of a description of each of the six? Ooh, okay, I I will, and okay. I am, it, and I'll keep it brief because you know this can be a freaking dissertation if we totally. So I will just ask for simplicity. I'm asking spirit for simplicity in this, yeah. and it's also. Just so- People can recognize which yeah. one they might, which one might be activated in their vibration right Perfect. now. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. You're so, okay. So the illusion of control is often found in, in people who they want things to be a certain way. They love to be in charge and they notice that everyone around them kind of needs to be taken care of. It's the illusion of of um, if they're not involved and in charge of everything, everything's going to fall apart. Yep. So that the, the illusion of control there, they will most often micromanage the magical ex- manifestation process. Like you're like, oh, I want this relationship. And it's like, okay, spirit always answers. Well, if it doesn't show up exactly the way they want, they override it and they stay stuck. So yeah. illusion of control. Perfect. A lot of strong alpha women have this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. So then we have the illusion of sacrifice, which this is big for, for women. It's all about, um, it's all about overgiving. It's putting everyone else's needs before your own. It's, and then expecting like validation and appreciation or people to finally step up and do what you want. It creates a lot of resentment and resentment can create more resentment. Sacrifice creates more sacrifice. Yes. Yes. So then um, illusion of perfection. This is probably one of the most, um, like the most societal conditioning we have about how our relationships are supposed to look. Like, you know, we're supposed to get married at a certain time, have kids. It's kind of like the life template. It doesn't really take into account all of the ebbs and flows, ups and downs, um, the adventure that, that can happen. And perfection law, um, illusion of perfection people, their call is to really be authentic and say like, very similar to what you were saying, like, why am I wearing this outfit? Like, what's the point? Is this authentic for me? Like, that's like an amazing way to just 
you know, break free of, of that one. Um, so now we have the illusion of drama, which this one was a big one for me, especially when I was younger. Um, it's really, it's thinking that you're being emotional and coming from a heart centered place, but really it's just a lot of emotional chaos. Yeah. And, and that like all of these strong emotions are actually keeping you from what's true for you. And you just continue to perpetuate the same drama over and over again. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. So then the illusion of absorption, I, I like to call this like the know-it-allism. It's like usually uh, people who are really, really intelligent, who've done a lot of work on themselves for like, this is what's happening. Like they're very locked into their frame of reference because their frame of reference got them so far. And these are people who aren't as willing to shift their perspective. And that comes from a lot of fear, a lack of trust. Mm. And as we know, this is where a lot of the mistaken thinking comes in is it's like, if you are not seeing something clearly, or if it's time to, to upgrade how you see something, well, you're going to get plenty of opportunities to do that. And if you don't, it, you, you get to be right about how everything is wrong. If that yes. Means. Yeah. Very right and wrong thinking. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Okay. It's okay. a fun one. It's very, it's very mental. And yeah. then we have uh, the illusion of satisfaction, which this one is for people who are really well, like they're really well accomplished in, in a lot of ways. And they have been through like probably like a big tragedy, like a betrayal mm -hmm. um, as an example. And they've done a lot of healing from that. And they're afraid you know, for the next step. And they keep things really status quo because they don't want the tragedy again because they've come so far. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and that makes a lot of sense too for, I'm thinking like 52 different things all at the same time. Right. Once you find your footing again, whether it's after a betrayal you know, and you're like, I'm fine on my own. You don't want the boat rocked again. So I can see that. Okay. So we have these six illusions around relationships and I'm hearing you say, we all have them. We all have kind of a combination of them. And as you were going through them, I'm thinking, you know, it's interesting because I see some of them in me I see some of them in me, like when it comes to my romantic relationships, but then I see some of them in me that are a little bit different when it comes to my kids or business relationships. And then I see my partner and he's got different ones. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the image that comes up to me is almost like, wow, it, it's like the disco ball and we're all having such fractured illusions it's kind of amazing that we can ever even get through to each other when there's that many illusions going on. 
So, so true. Yes. Like these, these things are happening all of the time. Multiple ones are happening within us, within all of our relationships, the world. It's so expansive. And if we just take it to its core and we like, when we look at our relationships, like whether it's with our husband, our partner, our child, whatever it is. Yeah. And you see that there really is a similarity there. Like everybody wants, everyone wants to be loved. And those of us who are brave enough to see ourselves, we want to be seen in our relationships. Like we want that, that love and that acceptance and that, and that connection, like that is what is true. And all of the other things, there are just opportunities for healing, just opportunities for wholeness and our, and our relationships are a beautiful healing roadmap for that. Yeah, they are. So where, where do people start? Because we're all sitting here, we're listening to the show. Most of the people listening have like been through something and we've gone through them and people are kind of thinking, oh, I see myself in this one. I see myself in this one. And now what? How, how do we find the courage to look further? What is our most immediate next step in exploring that illusion a little bit more in identifying some of that mistaken thinking and then taking that first step to move through it and to heal? That is such a big question. So for everybody who's just like, whoa, like what's happening? Um, I just, I want to let everyone know I have a quiz on my website that will let you know what is, what's happening, um, which illusion of relationship really wants you to see it and know so that you can heal and move forward. So that is, that's a place that, that you can start. Um, and then from there, I will, you know, guide you on other places. You can like, I have a YouTube channel there. So yes. And then the second answer to that is to really just be willing to look at yourself. And Laura, I think that what you said before, like just asking yourself, why, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, why, why do I insist on making dinner every Sunday night for everybody when I'm exhausted and I don't want to, like, maybe I want Sunday evening to myself, or that's just an example. Just really look at things and ask yourself, why, why do I do this? Would I rather do something else? And that is a way to move forward. I love that. So here's a tough question. Why do I do this? In my family, in my relationships, we went through this. I grew up with huge holidays and I love huge holidays and, you know, the beautifully decorated home and blah, 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 blah. And one year I was like, I am exhausted. <laughs> if you want the tree, you put up the tree. And if you want dinner, you make the dinner and I'm not involved in this. 
And it was big. And everybody else, quote unquote, fought me on it. What do you mean? That's silly. That's ridiculous. Of course you want to do it. You're just tired now, blah, 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 blah. And it created a lot of conflict. And what ended up happening was they did take things over, which I was happy about. But then they kind of dropped the ball on the back end. They shopped, they cooked, they decorated, and then everybody left. And I was like, oh, nice. It's the cleanup that I am left with again. And I put my foot down and everybody else fought me because I'm not living in a vacuum. And then there were a lot of issues created around that. So how do you do that balance between taking care of yourself and it's equally valid that my kids, my parents, my husband, that everybody else wanted Christmas. How, how do you balance everybody's needs and looking at yourself and taking a stand for who you are and what you want when it's incompatible with the people around you and who they are and with what they want? Such, this is so, so good. I love this. Okay. So here's what, like, we're going to look at this with the illusions of relationship framework. I'm such a fan of like kind of stepping outside of this situation and like looking at it. This is, this is another way these illusions are so helpful. So you may have been doing a little bit of the illusion of perfection and illusion of sacrifice. My too, baby. Yes. Right? (laughs) Right. And you were just with all of like, with all the work that you've been doing as a, as a coach, as a thought leader, your amazing book, like all of that, you were just like, wait a second, is this still authentic for me? And you discovered it at the time it wasn't, it wasn't what you wanted to do with your time. Right. So you, so you then took the next step, you took action on it, you communicated your new boundary your new boundary, which is great for like really stepping away from the illusion of sacrifice, boundaries, 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 so good. You communicated your new boundary, your new expectation. And what happens when we do that, when we've had such a long time of doing something, when we all, like all of a sudden, it may have felt all of a sudden to your family or like, hey, I don't wanna do this anymore our environment reacts. Anytime we make a change, the environment reacts. That activates the illusion of drama. Ah. This, is not, this is not a bad thing by any means. It's just, this is why so many people are afraid of change because with change comes drama and it's good. It can be good. However, and that drama, it will show you maybe all of the other boundaries, maybe all of the other things that you wanted to shift. So you went through that, you got what you wanted. And yet the cleanup piece was there, which just shows you, I really needed to be specific about the level of participation I was willing to do. Got it. And to really say like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to participate in this. And Laura, I want to tell you that I, and this will probably sound like blasphemy to a lot of people. I, I do not celebrate 
holidays. I don't like participating in it. It's too much. It's just too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. That may change at some point, but at the moment I'm really content, <laughs> just not. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And I like how you brought it back around. And I even wrote that down. Cleanup piece was still there. And it was frustrating. It looped me right back to the moment of perfection because I did that. And then it was like, you know, when you're, when you're making a deal with the devil and you're not very specific and then it comes back and bites you again, same thing. I was not clear on the cleanup piece. So just this last 4th of July, I remembered back to a few years ago. And as my whole family's like, let's decorate. I was like, you may decorate. And the Monday after 4th of July, Everything is put away because I'm actually leaving town Tuesday. It needs to be clean because when I come back two weeks later or a week and a half later, I don't want all this stuff around. And it was like, I learned from that and it activated that law of perfection because it was like, dang it. I hadn't perfectly communicated my boundaries the first time. Now I got it. And it's amazing because how would you have known if you wouldn't have taken a chance and said, I don't want to do this. And now you really stepped into a new level of your worth. Yeah. And maybe, maybe a part of you felt shy. It's not just about not wanting to participate, but it's like, and I don't want to clean up and I don't want to deal with any of this. No. Now, you know, you can, you can say that and everything's fine, exactly. but then it may, you may have felt shy. So to, to anyone who is courageous enough to do something different and say, no, just and I say this for myself as well, like, make sure you give yourself grace. Oh, so important. So important. I think especially important for women. I feel like we have had it trained into us that we have to be kind and compassionate and hold space for everybody else around us while being perfect, while being a size two, while having our hair done, while all of that stuff and giving ourselves grace is hard. <laughs> it, it is, it's been a big one. It's been a really big one for yeah. me. And I think that really fits into the work with betrayal as well it's just, I think there's a lot of grace that you get to give yourself because it's not your fault that someone else did what they did. No. Like it, it, that whole experience can nurture you and support you into becoming the next level of who you're meant to be and be the catalyst. But it, it's not, it's not anybody's fault. No, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, I want to take it a little bit deeper and a little bit more difficult. What I want to go into when we come back is when we're on this path and we're looking at things and we're self-reflecting and wanting to grow. And the person that we're in a relationship with is not there. Hmm. And how to manage that relationship with ourself, even when the world around us is not there. So we will be right back. Do you feel betrayed by life, your body, or by someone that you love? 
you are not alone and you are not weak or overly emotional for feeling the way that you do. Betrayal is one of the most overwhelmingly painful experiences to navigate because it strikes at the core of who you are and what you are worth. No matter how gutted you feel, there is hope. You can flourish, not in spite of your experience, but because of it, I know. After 23 years of marriage, my world was shattered when I found out that my husband had been cheating on me with five different women for 15 years. I lost everything that day, my identity, my worth, and the future I had worked so hard to create. While it was a long and arduous journey back to myself, today I know who I am, what I want, and I am happier and more confident than I ever was before. I've got what I call naked self-worth, which is the ability to see, know, and love yourself for who you are, not for what you accomplish or for who you are in relation to others. No matter what has shattered your heart, if you're ready to get clear on who you are, what you want, and to learn how good life really can be, then life choreography is for you. Even if you feel too old or are too busy because you have kids at home and you're in charge of everything. Life choreography is a comprehensive five-month, five-step program that empowers you to strip out of your labels, roles, and scripts and to reveal yourself as you are, not as you think you should be. To learn more, go to nakedselfworth.com and download your free guide that shows you how to untangle yourself from the past, reclaim your sexy, and start re-choreographing life on your own terms so you can love and be loved for exactly who you most authentically are. And we are back with Lauren K. Wyatt talking about relationships and the illusion of relationship. And there are six of them. There are six of these core illusions, the illusion of control, sacrifice, perfection, drama, absorption, and satisfaction. And these illusions really create mistaken thinking around relationships and love, and they block our joy and our satisfaction. And what we're going to talk about right now is what happens, and this is the case in betrayal a lot, when we've had this incident, we've had this betrayal, we've had this loss, we've had just the sudden realization that we can be different and we're starting to look at ourselves and deal with our own stuff. And the person that we're in a relationship with is like, yep, not my problem, not my fault, it's all you. And they're truly not willing to engage in the relationship. They're truly not willing to look at their own stuff. And what we can do, because we can't control another person, we can only control ourselves. But how to find that peace and that balance and how to use these laws of relationships and these illusions around love to continue to grow, even if we have a person a partner, a parent, somebody in our life who's like just not willing to grow. So <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> it, it's amazing because this happens all of the time. 
Yeah. And I love that we get to go deep like this. The illusion of control is often something that's activated when a person gets to this place in their life where she's thinking like, I'm ready. I'm on this path of growth. I'm on this path of healing. And this other person, my husband, my partner, my adult child, my parents, my parent, you know, it could even be like a dear friend. This other person is not on the same path. This other person blames me, says, oh, that's great. You're doing that. That can be a frustrating situation. And the illusion of control gets activated because we can be seduced by putting all of our energy on the person and what they're not doing and how that's impacting us, which is all very human. Um, It's like when we can go into like venting about um, all these people and what they've done and what they're not doing and how great we are. And, you know, it, it happens. Yes, it does. It totally happens. Um, I've been there. I've loved and supported and coached other people who were there. It's so normal. And what we can do to really keep our center is to turn that mirror of light that we're shedding light on all the problems is to turn that on ourselves and to nurture ourselves, to give ourselves the love and care and attention that we would like from the other person. Mm. Whether this is hiring a coach to support you in doing that, or it's, or it's um, starting a meditation, a contemplation practice spending that sacred time with yourself to really go deep that what that does is it allows you to really heal from these illusions of relationship by really taking responsibility for what happened. And this is something that people, especially if you've gone through a betrayal, you're like, I don't want to talk about responsibility. Like I'm, I was, this person did this to me. Right. It, and, and that's what I think is so hard about this law uh, or this illusion is this person did do it to you. You have been victimized. It wasn't your choice. It wasn't like, that's all true, but there's that and. It's all true. And now it's 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 been black, dropped on you. And now it is up to you to do something. And it's so easy to want to point to and say, they did this and they did this and that's all true, but it doesn't really matter. And that's hard because so many of the people that I want to work with, that I work with want to have people validate. Yes, you were harmed. Yes, you were victimized. Yes, they made a horrible choice. Yes, they betrayed you. Yes, you're entitled to be hurt. And you can either stay in that place of focusing on them or at some point, I like he said, turn that mirror around and move forward. And do you want to stay here and complain or do you want to move forward? Totally. And that, that complaining process is like, it's a big, it's a part of the healing process. It's just that some people 
will choose to stay there. And what I've really chosen to do is not have the judgment that I did a few years ago. Because, <laughs> you know, we're all on our unique timetable. Like yeah. we are all like in, in relationships, we are all different people. We are all at choice. And if someone is choosing to stay in, in the needing to vent and talk and just, you know, be, be in their pain for a long time, it is not on me to say that's too long. Yeah. It's, it's up to that person. And yes, to move forward and to heal the pattern, to heal, to heal, like, I'm sure this wasn't the first betrayal. Right. Right. That will require some new action in addition to the venting. And it can be a deep emotional healing. It can be looking at things with other perspectives. It's a time to have an awakening is what it is. If you choose it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And as you were talking about this, the word that came up for me was codependent and how these, these illusions that we have, we really do become codependent on each other. I have this illusion and you have this illusion and we kind of support each other in our bad behavior sometimes. Yes, that, well, you know, law of attraction, like attracts like. I really, this is why I feel like all of these significant, all of our relationships, really the significant relationships, they are these healing roadmaps for us. Yeah. And it's just, are you going, are you going to grow or will you stay, or will you stay where, where you are? Will you continue to enable? Will you continue to be enabled? It's really choosing who, who you want to be and what kind of relationship you want to have. Like maybe the relationship you had years ago with your partner, maybe it's time to go deeper. Maybe it's time to, to try something new. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is, it's just that willingness to be open to really heal from that illusion of absorption. And this is how things are. This is how things been. And it's, and just to acknowledge, well, you've grown since then it's time for something else. Yes. I love that. And you know, it makes me wonder, um, again, no judgment. It's not a judgment thing, but it makes me wonder sometimes when people get a divorce, if it's just that they've gone through something and have either healed that illusion or have not healed that illusion and they just need another partner to do it with. It's kind of that awakening process and it's not necessarily good or bad that you're divorcing or not divorcing. It's just that the evolvation has not happened. (laughs) You know, sometimes the contract really is over. Yeah. whether and whether it's like let's choose divorce or or let's end this friendship or I'm gonna take a break from my parent, what like whatever, whatever, whatever it is, sometimes the contract is over. And it's okay. It and what I love is, and I had a, a mentor say this once, just just because a relationship doesn't last a lifetime does not mean it wasn't successful. Yes. 
So this isn't like, yes, you know, stay in it, work on your illusions. Like you cannot make someone work on themselves if they don't want to. And when you do start working on yourself, when you let the other person do what they're doing and you shine that light on you and you start healing, the other person may step up and meet you where you're at. Or the relationship is going to end and either one of those are great because you are moving forward. Yes. And thank you for saying that. I am just going to share um, to you and to, and to anybody who's out there and who's thinking about themselves and their relationships. I thought my husband and I had a really great relationship. I spent a lot of time working on myself, studying yoga, you know, reading the, the masters, self-reflecting, viewing all of this stuff. We kind of separated because he was on the corporate path and I was on the emotional path. And it's really interesting because you talk about law of attraction. We were not in the same place. We were not attracting each other. And it was during a lot of those years 15 of them, that he was unfaithful to me. And I'm not offering an excuse and saying, it's okay because we weren't there. It's just that emotional place. We had done some work. We had done some work and we weren't there. When D-Day happened and everything was exposed, we separated. And then there was some more work to be done and we came back together. And it was a shock to both of us. Why are we back together? Why are we still doing this work together? And it was like we could loop all the way back to this beginning place and we started evolving again. And it has not just been this elevated path of glory ever since. We will still loop back down and I will fall into something and he will fall into something and then he will have some more growth and then I won't be there. And then, and it's really interesting to watch the trajectory of how this relationship works. And I offer that for you so you can look at your own relationships and not classify them anymore as like good years or bad years or but they're just a part of it and that you're in different places and you're attracting different things and what can be done next? Yes. I am just taking in your beautiful share. That was because we are like in a relationship, it takes like there, there are different people involved in each person has their own ebb and flow and their own, their own path, their own choices. And yes, we do attract each other to, to ignite these different healing themes. And sometimes like that, like we talked about law of attraction, there's also that law of polarity where it's like, we could not be more different right now, but that contrast experience can really bring you to where you need to where you need to be. Yes. And I look back over, you know, the past and had we separated, there are a lot of lessons I wouldn't have gotten. And there's a lot of lessons he wouldn't have gotten. And I can only imagine that we would have had to attract other people in our orbit to give us that lesson. 
Yes. And you're, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Um, and I, and that is such amazing awareness about how, if this was really something like Laura, if you were really feeling like I, like I'm coming into this human body and this lifetime is I am going to heal the lifetimes of betrayal that I've gone through and your husband's soul's like, I'm going to help you do that. Yeah. And there, and there you go. But since we all have free will, you could have said, you know what? I don't want to do this with you. And there would have been more opportunities as the universe is abundant. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and I, I so appreciate you saying that because there's such a balance of seeing things from the different perspectives and seeing things from that soul perspective and seeing things from the human perspective and just seeing things in that 360 degree light that what is this doing for me? Because ultimately it is about me and I want to be in good relationship with me and I want good friends and I want good lovers and I want good family and I want good coworkers and, and I want happy relationships all around me. And the only way to do that is to, I think, be aware of the illusions, be aware of the mistaken thinking, give myself grace when I'm like, whoa, I am so into drama right now, you know? Okay, let it go. Oh, I'm so into control right now. Give myself the grace and move forward. And ooh, I'm so into complaining right now. Fine. Yes. Give yourself yes. grace. Talk it out. You'll receive that healing. Yeah. Absolutely. So we talk about healing. We talk about breaking all of these. We talk about moving forward. And the goal is perfect relationships. The goal is perfect happiness. What does that even mean? It's the illusion of perfection, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You get to choose to have whatever kind of relationship that you want. Like, I'm going to just share this because it's fun. Um, so my husband and I've been together for 12 years and just we like over the last year, we lived separately for a while. I was in Hawaii. He was here. It wasn't because there were problems. It was just the experience that we wanted to have. And he got to realize how much he loved being uh, like having, having me there to just like, you know, love him and do all these things for him. And I got to be like really independent. Like I was putting critters outside and because Hawaii is a place where the insides, the outside's always trying to come inside. And anyway, when I came back to Texas, which is my home, I decided that I wanted us to have different bedrooms. And according to like what you know, illusion of perfection tells us like, that's a big no, no. Like we're supposed to sleep in the same room, but Daniel and I could not be happier in our own rooms on different sides of the house. Yep. You know, we both have the blankets we want, the beds we want, it's, and the space that we want. And it's so, so I don't know that that's my answer to what does it mean? It can mean whatever you want it to mean. It can be trial and error in your relationships. It's what feels good to you in that moment. I love, I love two things. 
that you said in that moment, because you're not locking in. This is the way it's going to be forever. You might be like, and now we're going to share a twin bed for the next <laughs> however long I want. <laughs> that would be so like college days. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like that, it can mean whatever you want in that moment. So that is perfect. And yes, I think that brings us full circle to kind of where we started with that fairy tale thinking. We all think that we're supposed to aspire to the man on the white horse, the knight in shining armor, the maiden with the long silky hair, the castle in the sky, the 2.3 kids and a white picket fence and a dog. And maybe, and maybe not. What do you want? And to all of us who have been through that betrayal journey, you, you mentioned awakening. I think it is an awakening to what it is you really want. What do I want for me? What do I want for us? What do I want? Mm, that is so true. It is that awakening because in these contrast experiences, we are so aware of what we don't want. Yeah. And it's hard to determine what we do. So how can listeners find you? I know you mentioned there's the quiz. I know you've got a lot of YouTube stuff because I have referred coaching clients to your page for years. <laughs> Learn about this. <laughs> but where can people find out about the quiz and go a little bit deeper with these laws of illusion and just start exploring what is mistaken in their thinking how can they have that healing and how can they create what it is that they want? Hmm. Well, you can come hang out at my website. It is loverenegades.com. And I'm on YouTube. Just search Love Renegades. I'm there and on Instagram at Love Renegades. So Love Renegades is where you will find me and find out more about the illusions of relationship and healing and having love on your terms and amazing relationships according to you without sacrificing, selling out or settling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me add one thing to that too. Despite a betrayal, you can have amazing relationships despite being betrayed, despite all of that. You can have it with somebody new. You might be able to have it with the person who betrayed you. You can have amazing relationships. Do the work. Turn that mirror around. Give yourself the grace and the space to grieve and to cry and to thrash and to complain and all that. And then be like, okay, now I'm ready to turn inside to look to see where my thinking might be a little mistaken, to go into these illusions and to have everything you want because you can have everything that you want. I do promise that. I want to say amen. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. You are such a gift and such a light to this world. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you so much because Lauren, you are too. Your work is fabulous. It is such an honor to know you, to call you a friend and to be able to share your work 
with the community, with the world, with everybody. So listeners have an amazing week. Spend some time thinking about this. Feel it. Don't just process it in your head, process it in your heart. Feel, think, and then feel some more because you can have the relationships of your dream. Have an amazing week. And as usual, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal with radio host and live choreographer Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Develop naked self-worth and reclaim your confidence, enthusiasm, and joy so you can create a life you love and embrace who you are today. Download your free Sparkle Through Betrayal Recovery Guide at NakedSelfWorth.com. 